Hello, loyal audience members, listeners, followers, lovers of the podcast, Evan DM Stroke Doctor. It is me, your physician assistant, Sarah. I would just like to issue an apology to all of our fans uh, for last week. A pitching machine attacked me, and I wasn't able to record a podcast. I didn't um, have the space to hold jokes at that time. (laughs) I now have a pretty sick bruise um, along my entire left forearm and half of my hand, and I feel kind of badass. Anyway, I hope you didn't miss us too much. We're back with more jokes. Smooches. Sarah, in real life, the doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. My name is Evan Diem. This is Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a podcast where we take jokes in when they have been injured in the line of duty and we diagnose them and we see what's wrong with them and we take them to the radiologist to see if their bones are okay. And then the radiologist (laughs) asks them, so uh, what's your nationality? And then we say, what are you, uh, uh, that's, you can't ask that. You're a radiologist. And then we accidentally go too far away from the metaphor, and then we're just describing what was happening instead of recording a podcast last week. This is Sarah. Here on Evan DM's Joke Doctor, we take jokes that want to be baseball players, but unfortunately are attacked by pitch machines, (laughs) and we become the urgent care, the second urgent care. Uh, Not the first one you go to, because they're full. We're the second one you come to, (laughs) because they're in the location that you didn't really want to drive out to, but hey, no one else is there, so... And they absolutely do check at the first urgent care, and they say all the other ones are full, but there are apparently ones in the system that they didn't check. But I totally understand the healthcare system is a bit rough right now, going to the batting cages. You know, it is a risk. They do say that you assume all uh, risk of injury. I even wore a helmet. You did wear a helmet. So if it hit you in the head, it would have honestly been better. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been that much better. It wouldn't have been better, but it also would have been so much less likely because you don't normally just like put your head in the in the way of the ball. But we're going to keep you at this sort of lower speed batting cages from now on. Yeah, it it was one of those um, instances where my lack of like proprioception um, really kicked in. <laughs> like, I swear to God, I did not develop any proprioception until yeah. I was like 17 years old. And even now, I still have. You don't know where your arms or legs are in Sometimes, relation to your body. Yeah. That's so wild because it's one of my best skills. Like, so. I will, like, I bumped into the microphone stand earlier putting this on the table. I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. But me in relation to other things yeah yeah so we're gonna not do any intense sporting activity before <laughs> the podcast anymore save all sports um, for after the save podcast. all sports for after the podcast so let's do the podcast now yeah hey why don't elephants like playing cards in the jungle uh too many cheetahs yeah next i mean that one's just like no. i don't know i i like that joke is is i've heard it a hundred times probably I feel like it's it's just been around for so long that I don't know if you can improve it because of the fact that it like it's not it's not going to catch anybody by surprise even if you change the setup, right? Like why don't they build casinos in the Sahara or something like that? 
too many cheetahs. Because it'd be a terrible place. It to would be build. a really bad place to build a casino. <laughs> but here's the thing: that joke was like, why don't elephants like playing cards in the jungle? Why don't they? Okay, first of all, neither elephants nor cheetahs. I'm pretty sure live in the jungle. I think they are both plains animals, and so just on a basic level. What about in Tarzan? Tarzan's the not the little the little the little elephant. Um, they live in a jungle. And in they Tarzan. speak English. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are in jungles. Like, I guess there's an African forest elephant, but that's a forest and not a jungle. Maybe this is just like this. I like here. It's not going to make the joke better if you say it like, "Why don't elephants play cards in the Great Plains?" <laughs> It's like not. Nah, it doesn't. You can't improve that. That that joke is settled business, for better or for worse. What's next? What kind of friend should you take to dinner? A generous one. No. Um, me. I'm hungry. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I guess. Yeah, we can. What kind of friend do you take to dinner? A br- a. Okay, so what are types of friends? A work friend, a best friend, close friend. I was seeing if there was if bread and best are close, but they're not. Who do you? I mean, this is okay. <laughs> I want you to like point me in a direction of something because what friend do you go? Okay, so Sarah's just pointing in direction of something, both not being useful or <laughs> doing a joke that the rest of you can understand. Um, what? Is it what kind of friend do you take to dinner? All of them. They all deserve that. No. Your friend who can't cook. No. Uh, your friend who doesn't own a car. We're using the same word in the setup as in the punchline. Are we? Yeah. What kind of friend should you take to dinner? And you're like, your friend who can't cook. Your friend who doesn't have a car. We're using friend in the punchline. Uh, I, don't the think, I don't think the punchline to this joke is your friend who can't cook. I'm just throwing <laughs> stuff out because I don't have an idea. And you... <laughs> refused to be helpful to me. You said to point you in the direction of something. You pointed at my bed and guitar. That's a direction and something. You're welcome. It's your taste buds. Yeah, that's not bad, actually. (laughs) You could have, like, pointed at your tongue. That would have been, like, useful. Um, But your taste buds. I think, see, 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 that's a real, that's actually solid. I think that's really solid because it's a full double meeting your buds who have taste like you know taste buds like you could conceivably have a dinner group and call yourself the taste buds that's so and cute. i think that would like no objection to that right like they could do that in how i met your mother and people would be like oh that's so cute uh, <laughs> um and like yeah you don't want to go to a, a dinner you can't you can't enjoy because you don't have your tongue functionality no, yeah I, I i genuinely think that's quite good we had a um i had a i had a dinner group in 2019 it was very fun got to try a bunch of new restaurants and like bad restaurants we'd go to like a really good local one and then a like shitty chain so we would do like um uh habibi's ethiopian kitchen excellent and then the cheesecake factory which is (laughs) not good i mean the cheesecake's good um and then we would do like new century pho and then we would do golden corral (laughs) 
Uh, so it's like a very fun little experiment. And we were the Spilluminati in reference to, uh, because we went to like Fa as like one of our main places, a- AKA the Rothschilds, which is the Roth, the Rothschilds is like a family that is alleged to be part of the Illuminati. So it was the Spilluminati Rothschilds, which was a lot of fun. Um, even though we didn't really eat a lot of broth or spill that often, but it, it was it was a good time. Uh, what's the next joke? Which actor is a pro at unclogging a drain? Oh my goodness, I have to come up with an actor. Um, Drainy DeVito. No. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know who the actor is. That is the punchline. <laughs> Can you Google them and like read me their like first couple lines of their Wikipedia or something like that? Because here's the thing. I also don't know a lot of actors. Is it like okay? Piper Redacted was a Canadian actor. Was his career spanned seven decades, gaining him recognition for his performances in film, stage, and television. Uh, <laughs> uh was Robin Williams a Canadian? No, he also I, he didn't do seven decades, did he? This actor died in Connecticut. Oh, that's where I'm from, but I don't think I was there for it. But I was not there for his death. <laughs> okay, let's when, see. What, when was he, how old was he when he died? Like 80 something, probably? 90 um, something? 91. A 91-year-old Canadian. Like yeah. Leslie Nelson or Dick Van Dyke, who I think is actually still alive maybe. And it has to do with unclogging pipes. Yeah. Uh, is it like, is it a play on his name or yeah. is it like, what his name actually is. It's a play on his name. Oh my god. Um I can read another line of the Is Wikipedia. it something plumber? Yeah. But Redacted was born in Toronto, Ontario and grew up in Seneville, Quebec. After appearing on stage, he made his film debut in Stage Struck nineteen fifty eight, landed his first starring role that same year in Wind Across the Everglades and won widespread acclaim for his performance as Captain George Von Trapp in the musical film The Sound of Music oh, alongside Julie Andrews. I definitely don't know who this is. You, maybe Now you, I do maybe know who you this know is. Who it is. Now okay. I know who, who this is. Who is it? Christopher Plummer. I don't know who that is. Can I see a picture of him? He looks like an old man. Yeah, he does look like an old man. He's Okay, let me just see. Is there something that I would recognize him from? Absolutely none of these things are familiar to me. But he doesn't look unfamiliar. Like, I feel like I've seen him before. Man, everyone at home is going crazy because they're like, I love Christopher Plummer. I love when he won Best Actor in a Play at the Tonys for Barrymore. And when he played, you know, when he was Best Actor in Cyrano de Bergerac. I like that, like, the last sentence of the death paragraph said that he was a very ordinary man. <laughs> Man, I really haven't seen a lot of stuff, huh? Okay, let's, okay, that's it. We're done. No more podcasts. We have to go watch movies now. (laughs) We're going to become a movie podcast. We're watching movies. There aren't enough of those. I love watching movies. Um, Let's, okay, so it's just Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Let's move on. Why are, or what siblings are always sad? Is it Siamese? twins because they're blue no okay because <laughs> that was dangerously close to a joke that i wrote when i was in high school or college evan dm joke writer yeah 
sorry, what kind of twins are always sad? Yeah, or what siblings? What are, siblings? Okay, are it's not always twins. sad. Okay, Mark Evan says the joke wrong. Back to Sarah <laughs> on your bingo cards now. Ones who have just uh, experienced a loss in the family. No. Oh well. I mean, I guess they would be sad in that instance, but they wouldn't be always sad. Is this is always sad? Yeah. Oh. Is it brothers? It is brothers. Cool. There's something more. Oh, there's more to it. Yeah. Okay. It's not just brothers. They're both sad because of just sort of how society treats men these yeah. days, you know? They can hardly do a movie podcast without getting canceled. Oh, I got it. Yeah. It's the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's not, I mean, that's not bad. Again, haven't seen the film, but it is popular enough that I am aware of it. I remember the bit they did in Drake and Josh. Where they pretended to yeah. be the Blues Brothers. That's interesting. Because again, like Blues Brothers doesn't have anything to do with the setup. Is there a poster of Blues Brothers up in your dad's house? No, I don't think so. Why? Because I feel like there is. There's a poster of like the Wizard of Oz cast. No, I don't know. Text him. I, I mean, email I, him. I don't have your dad's phone number. You have his email. <laughs> he writes into the show. Actually, no, he listens to he this. Listens. Which is, uh, Dad, you text me. Yeah. What is Sarah talking about? I think it's in Sasha's room. Oh, in Sasha's room. Yeah. Oh, well, that's different. Oh. Because <laughs> that's, that's Sasha's room. Oh. So Dad would not have any oh, okay. agency over what goes up there. Dad, will you ask Sasha... If there's I, a Blues Brothers poster I reckon in the room. It's, I reckon it's not Blues Brothers and is probably like a president and a vice president. <laughs> like that's way more likely for Sasha. Um, but I don't know. Maybe she's a Blues Brothers fan. So Blues Brothers, the cultural touchstone is like, I mean, again, the way that I've kind of come around on jokes that base off of you knowing something already is that. If you don't know it, the joke's not going to land even if it is set up well, which sort of means that I think the, a joke like this kind of makes more sense if you faint a reference to the Blues Brothers, right? So if you were like, and, and introducing one of the Belushis, I forget which one, who was uh, most well known for uh, a movie where he played a depressed twin, the Blues Brothers, you know, something like mm -hmm. that, where they, you know, the Blues Brothers, the movie would be the answer and then changing the setup, right? Or like you could do a joke like this in Bojack Horseman, mm -hmm. where like Mr. Peanut Butter and Todd, they haven't seen Blues Brothers, but they've heard of it. Yeah. And so they dress up at, at a costume party as the Blues Brothers, just like very sad brothers. Sad um, dog. Yeah, and they don't know the difference, right? Um, yeah, that's part of when Mr. Peanut Butter is sad dog. That's part of mm -hmm. his uh, like PR team comes up with that. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that that would be a better way to employ it because it would make the setup natural where you could intuit that it's supposed to be a cultural touchstone without needing to know what it is. You want another joke? Yeah, of course. Why did the actor jump into the orchestra pit? Uh, is it like someone told him to break a leg? Yeah. Yeah, and that, that would break his leg. Yeah, because the director told him to break a leg. Yeah. I found another joke. Okay. This wasn't in my original lineup. 
Yeah, just I mean the. Okay. I just I just want I sure saw get it, it out get it out yeah it. get it out. What's an avocado's favorite genre of music? Uh, oh man. Uh oh. <laughs> say it. Guac and roll. Yeah, I knew that you wanted to say that. Yeah, good. I wanted I like to give that. you the opportunity you. to do it. Um, yeah. So I mean that one's a rhyme. It's not very good. Not a fan. But God, what was it? Oh, jumping into the orchestra pit. Yeah, I don't know. It will break your leg. It might break your leg. I don't know. Like orchestra pits can be quite deep, mm-hmm. but they're not always. Like they can sometimes just be like off the stage, which is not a far distance. But I suppose if they're saying it's the pit, then it is quite far. I feel like if there's people in the orchestra pit, you're more likely to get skewered on something than you are to like land on and break your leg really hard. Like um, Final Destination. It's like Final Destination. Yeah, exactly. You just like, have you seen Hot Fuzz? Mm-mm. People who have seen Hot Fuzz, imagine the end with the uh, the the church roof in the model village, but it's with like a clarinet or a flute. So people who have seen that movie are now imagining that very gross thing that I've just described, but I don't want to say it so gr- uh, grotesquely that you... Uh, know what I'm talking about. Gore warning like on I, that thought. I feel like I get it. Yeah, you might. Um, but uh, yeah. So do you know why they say break a leg? No. Because it's like bad luck to say good luck. Oh. Yeah. Like how they don't say Macbeth. Well, that's. I mean, that's another superstition. It's sort of more specifically when you think that saying good luck will cause you to break your leg. So you just switch them. Or something like that. So probably someone said, hey, good luck. And then that person broke their leg and then they like switched it around or whatever. Mm. Um, the joke related to that, though, is why do they say break a leg when you audition so you end up in a cast? Mm-hmm. That's good. What's next? What kind of bird can write? Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Agatha Christie. No. <laughs> I mean, that bird could write. Oh, God. I'm just going to have to list fucking birds, aren't I? <laughs> Mockingbird, hummingbird. Hummingbirds can't sing. Crow, typewriter bird. No, that's too obvious. Uh, crane, swallow, cardinal, blue jay. Which bird is best at giving a blowjob? That's like two. <laughs> swallow. Don't touch me. (laughs) It's like you're hearing that there's a bird called swallow for the first time live. How is that possible? Like you had to know that that's like too obvious. There is no such thing as too obvious for you. That's why I I didn't say booby or tit, which is also a type of bird, because I knew you couldn't fucking stop yourself. What bird's got the nicest rack? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the bluefoot booby. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- am, am I just gonna have to list birds until I get it? Sure, if you want. No, I don't want to. Okay. Can you give me like something closer to it? Um, it's a cold bird. It's a cold bird. Yeah. Oh, a penguin. Oh, because penguin publishing house. No. What? Because the word pen is in penguin. Really? Yeah. What kind of bird can write? A penguin. A penguin. Yeah. I don't care for that. First Velcro and now penguin. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on here? Oh, man. I don't like that. 
I I really thought it was going to be like a like penguin penguin books, right? You know this, right? Yeah. It's a famous publishing yeah. company. Maybe that's why they thought of it. Maybe, Maybe there was a guy there who worked who was named Gwyn. And they were like, Pen? Gwyn? Penguin. It's clever. Yeah. Um, I think that that joke is better if it's what bird can't you erase? <laughs> <laughs> Penguin. Uh, let's, what's next? Bears love exotic cars. This is the joke? Yeah. Bears love exotic cars. Okay. Okay, pear. Bear, car. Why bear like car? Honey, honey, salmon. Bear like salmon, bear eat honey. Bear in woods, woods, car, jaguar? No. Mitsubishi, Volkswagen. Oh, man. This is tough. Bugatti, bear gotti. Bear, boo, boo grizzly. <laughs> is it, um, oh, boo, boo, boo gotti. Like boo boo, who is Yogi's friend. What if it was Boob Gotti? <laughs> you know, if you listen to the uh, bonus episode that we did for this one, which you can find on uh, patreon.com slash joke doctor, we're a little bit behind, but we try to get at least a couple up each month. We did a back and forth where we um, asked each other like weird interview questions. Um, but I think questions like what if it was boob Gotti <laughs> is maybe the hardest hitting question that I've had to field today. You know, I was absolutely stumped. I didn't have any response. I, I hardly know how to respond to it even now that I've sat with it for a few minutes. Yeah. Where, but why bear, why bear like foreign car? Their favorite is a Ferrari. It didn't need to be a bear, did it? No. Okay. It could have been anything uh, furry. That- yeah. Man, I just got nothing to say about it. Ferrari. I just I don't care for it. But I don't know how you get to that better. Like what's the hairiest car? Gross. Yeah. Um Or do you want a hairy car? Like what is a what is a pet groomer drive? What is the most successful pet groomer drive? <laughs> a Ferrari. Yeah, because there's all the pet fur inside of it. Yeah, exactly. Gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what what car uses animal hair instead of leather seats? Oh, no. That's gross, isn't it? Yeah, maybe if you like rich people, they buy a, a house for their dog and a garage and a car, and that's the Ferrari. Or like you take your dog driving so much in it, you call it the Ferrari. Hmm. Like I think there are practical applications for it, but I think as a punch, like a as a setup, like a like a one liner, like this is. Not particularly compelling. So much of that work is in the setup. So much more than people realize is in the setup. Because you can take the most ridiculous punchline and you can make it work, you know, in the same way that, like, you can take any ingredient and you can put it in a meal, right? You just have to have the right person to eat it and the right preparation to make it tolerable. Like, I guess technically you couldn't do that with plutonium, but like with most ingredients, you know what I mean? As long as it's even reminiscent of a joke. Joke ingredients. Joke ingredients. Welcome to Evan DM's Joke Chef. Today we're chopping up. Sponsored by HelloFresh. By HelloFresh. 
I love HelloFresh, actually. I would love to we be sponsored. We cannot promo them without actual money. You're right. HelloFresh is, I have thoughts. I also have thoughts. But I can't share them. HelloFresh, if you want to give us money, we will share our positive thoughts. If they're positive. they If they don't, if you refuse to sponsor us, they will become negative. <laughs> yes. But the only negative thing I'll have to say is that you won't sponsor us. And that one time they gave me five tortillas for a taco set. And then the next time I got tacos, they gave me seven. So it's like, okay. There's no way they planned this, but like technically on average, they've given me the correct number of tortillas every time. Do you have another joke? It's okay if you don't. We could do something else. I mean, I have like a couple extras. Yeah, let's... let's. Why did the man give up being a taxi driver? To taxing. Nope. Um, it... Uh, um, I do know why Spider-Man isn't a taxi driver. Why? He drove everyone up the wall. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> why did the taxi driver give up or retire or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why did the man give up being a taxi driver? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to our audience. Oh, okay. Some of our audience will realize that was a fun little reference to the film Taxi. Or Taxi Driver? I've never seen the movie. I don't know. I think it's one of those. Yeah, they didn't reference that on Drake and Josh enough, apparently. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why would you give up being a taxi driver? Mm-hmm. Well, it's got Robert De Niro. Yeah, it does. And Martin Scorsese. <laughs> and Jodie Foster. Sorry? Scorsese. Well, sure. It's like Cortese or oh. Caprese. It's Italian. Oh. I only correct you now. Because I don't want people on the podcast to... Just send an email. They're like, actually, as a math teacher, I have to tell (laughs) you. (laughs) Sorry. As a film teacher. No hate hate to our math teacher listeners. There's more than one of you, which is surprising. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, what are the odds? (laughs) (laughs) They know. Um, I don't want to think about this one anymore. There is too much talking behind his back. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, I feel like you could probably make that more into like a, why is a taxi, why did, why is taxi driving such a harmful work environment or something like that? Something where it's like more directly tied to the concept of being mad about people talking behind your back, which is like, yeah, people do that. But it's like, does that usually make you quit your job unless it's at work, you know? Mm. Um, Just thinking about a guy who is so, he's never experienced a taxi before. uh, And he's like, they're driving me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything else to say before we end this episode? Clean your homework, do your room, take out your vegetables, eat the trash. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Evan out of 10. The 10 is T-E-N. Sarah is Sarah A-B-T-W. And that's Sarah with an H. You can subscribe to us at patreon.com slash joke doctor. Leave a review. Tell your friends about the podcast. If you want to send us an email for us to, uh, if you want to correct us on something or punch up something, that's edjdpodcast at gmail.com. And we do read all of them. Uh, And sometimes we just make snide reference to them instead of actually addressing them. Um, But the people who wrote in about the bingo board we want to talk about that on a bonus episode and really flesh that out, and then we'll bring it to a full episode. So, Those of you who corrected us on magic scores not being Sudoku. Joke's on you. I don't know what either of them are <laughs> still. 
So <laughs> they can, now, I know that they're both different, but I don't know what each one is. So it's like a marmot and a marmoset. I don't know what either of those are, but they are different. Isn't one of those what they put on toast in the UK? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then in Australia, they have, they have veggie sets. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And as we always say, when we end our episodes, why do they call it stinks and wait, stop, don't get <laughs> your, wait. don't get your freaking Jackbox jokes off now. Why do they call it stocks and it's not, not stinks? It worked in context. <laughs> You can't try to force people to hear your jokes that you needed to be there for. I tweeted it and nobody interacted with it. I'm really upset. You can't. Get off Twitter. (laughs) Everyone, every email that we receive from now on should include P.S. Sarah, get off Twitter. Because it it never makes you feel better. That's so true. So actually, everyone, go follow Sarah on Twitter and tweet at her. Log off. Um, but also retweet my selfies. Retweet and then tell her to log on. Yeah, you look you look so cute. Thank you. Leave this website forever, um, <laughs> out of love. And as we always say, if if it ain't, ain't joke, joke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. <laughs>